in the morning, when Katie was well-rested and content. I talked with her about the possible motivations behind Jake's taunts. Katie, one of the reasons that kids taunt one another is because they don't feel secure. I suspect that Jake sometimes feels very alone. Maybe he picks on you and rallies others to join in because he feels different himself, and this is the only way he knows how to act on those feelings. Who knows? It doesn't make it right or acceptable for him to call you mean names, but it might help us understand why he is doing it. We walked to school, and Katie jogged off to play briefly with her friend Casey, who was in her class last year, but in a different class this year. I happened to see Jake standing by himself, and made a split-second decision to approach him. There were no other kids around, school hadn't started, and I wanted to talk to him. I did not want to make him apologize. I certainly did not intend to scold him. I simply wanted to inform him how his words were affecting Katie and ask him to treat her with respect. Jake, Katie tells me you have been calling her Piggy, I began. Is that true? He looked at me and then looked down. Yeah, he said. You and Katie are friends, and you've had fun playing together in the past. When you call Katie Piggy, it makes her sad. She didn't want to come to school today because she was upset about being called Piggy, and that made me feel very sad, too. He listened, but didn't respond. Call her Katie. That is her name. Just like she calls you Jake, because that is your name, okay? Okay, he mumbled. And have a good day at school, I told him. During my walk home, I hoped that approaching Jake had not been inappropriate. What if I had made things worse? Was first grade still young enough for me to talk to Jake without triggering a backlash for Katie? I wasn't sure if Jake even realized how much his words were hurting Katie's feelings. Fraught with anxiety, I worried throughout the day. After school, Mrs. Martin told me that she had spoken with Jake, and Katie reported that the day had progressed without incident. A few days later, Katie came home and showed me that Jake had slipped a letter into her backpack. It was an apology note that he had written all of his own accord. I felt genuine warmth for this little boy, as well as relieved that, in this situation, everything had turned out okay. I talked about the experience with some of my closest friends, mostly because I was worried that Katie would retain some concern about her body image. Fortunately, she was very resilient and moved on, but I had a glimpse into the ugliness that many children must experience. For Katie, however, the taunting had ceased. And then one November morning, Katie pulled her Star Wars water bottle out of her lunch bag. I don't want to bring my Star Wars bottle. It's too small. But you love that water bottle, I protested. Katie repeated that the water bottle was too small and searched through the cupboard until she found a pink water bottle. I'll bring this, she said. I was perplexed. Katie, that water bottle is no bigger than your Star Wars one. I think it is actually smaller. It's fine, I'll just take it, she insisted. I kept pushing the issue because it didn't make sense to me. Suddenly, Katie burst into tears. She wailed, 
The first grade boys are teasing me at lunch because I have a Star Wars water bottle. They say it's only for boys. They say it at my locker when I unpack my bag, and they say it at lunch and at recess. They laugh at me. Such a tender young age. And already Katie was embarrassed about the water bottle that brought her so much excitement and joy a few months ago. Is this how it starts? I wondered. Do kids find someone who does something differently and start to beat it out of her? First with words and sneers. Must my daughter conform to be accepted?